You did it. You found the hidden block, outgrew a beanstalk, and you climbed it to the heavens. There, in the sky above, you see coins floating in the sky. And what's that? They spell a message. It says, Video Game Showtime. Showtime is a podcast about video games, why they are fun, why they're exciting, and why we love them. We are Alexander and Sarah Haynes, Sam Lockhart, and Michael Swenson. We all met as moderators on Reddit's R Nintendo, became friends, spent some time co-hosting their official podcast, Hello Nintendo, and all grew guilty that none of us seemed to be keeping up with Nintendo games. We wanted to make a new style of video game content, where VideoGameShowtime.com is our umbrella for the podcast, essays, videos, and other snippets. But since you're here for the podcast right now, we won't bore you with news, hot takes, reviews, and more of that stuff. We aren't professionals, we don't game for a living, and we can't necessarily keep up. Our aim is to make you smile for 45 minutes of your day as we discuss classic and new video games, play our own game show, and talk about the design concepts behind our favorite, or least favorite, games. This is Episode Zero, a sample episode for us to introduce the show and for you to get to know us. Joining me today are Sarah. Hello. Sam. Hey. And Michael. Hey, everybody. So with that, I'm going to pass it off to Sarah, and we're going to start introducing who we are. So, Sarah, who are you? Well, my name is Sarah Haynes, and I have been playing video games for quite a good chunk of my life at this point. Um, What's my deal? Well, I don't really have any foothold, I guess, I would say, in the professional gaming industry. It's more of a side passion that I like to talk about, discuss, and participate in. My favorite video game, it's basic. I don't think it is the greatest game ever made, but it is my favorite, and it may always be my favorite, is The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. This was a game that... I don't know, really spoke to me in a way that no other video game has been able to. It has a level of writing and gameplay that no other game has really made me engage with as much. The most powerful part of the game, in my opinion, is the amount of side quest, because every side quest in that game has a dense and actually pretty intricate story on its own that all builds up into this kind of larger story of the land of Termina, which is doomed to be destroyed in three days. It's a fantastic video game, great installment in the Legend of Zelda series. I love it to death. I've played it way too many times, and it has just every element going for it, in my opinion, and I love it. 
Huh, my favorite video game character is a very, very hard decision, as there are a lot of great characters out there, a lot of great designs, a lot of a lot of fantastic characters to choose from, but for now, I'm probably gonna have to go with Kirby, since that's been one of my favorite characters since childhood. I have a plushed Kirby actually sitting on my desk with me right now. He's cute, versatile, the pink little hero that everyone loves. Uh, my greatest gaming achievement, um, one that I hold really dear to my heart, is getting 100% on Kirby Superstar Ultra. Finally beating the true arena took a lot of willpower and a lot of button mashing, but in the end, it was very, very worth it to get all of those golden stars and that 100% checked off on my file. So, moving on to who are you? Uh, Sam, who are you? Hey, my name's Sam. I am a gamer from Bristol, UK. Grew up on some Amigas and other British games consoles um, before moving on to Nintendo primarily and eventually a bit of Xbox later in my life. My favourite game is probably Donkey Kong Jungle Beat on the GameCube. It's like a, a really fun little obscure gem. It's from the team who went on to do Super Mario Galaxy and, and things like that. Really, really fun platformer that brings out the side of Donkey Kong that I love, the the stupid, violent ape side of Donkey Kong. I'm a big fan of big, stupid men in my video games, like Donkey Kong and Bowser and King K. Rool. But my favourite character is actually a cute little duck called Ketchup. She's basically the best Animal Crossing villager. She's got a head like a tomato. She's called Ketchup. She was exclusive to Japan for far too long, and then, and then she was an e-reader. She was an e-reader exclusive in Japan for far too long, and then she managed to make it into New Leaf, but only as an amiibo card. And finally, in Pocket Camp, she's given like top villager status, like she deserves. She's amazing. She's my hero, and I love her. Best video game achievements probably. Ooh. I beat V V V V V V in less than hundred less than hundred deaths and I'm I'm gunning for beating it with no deaths at all. That's <laughs> that's on my radar. Um or beating Super Hexagon. Either of those games just um really frustrating but really empowering experiences when I finally beat them. What about you, Mike? I am Michael Swenson and I'm I'm living in the United States. I've been all over the place. It looks like I'm headed to the West Coast soon. So my deal is nobody really knows. We've all been figuring this out for the last many decades, and it's a huge problem that we hope to solve shortly. My my favorite game is something that I have already drilled into all of these guys' heads already, and that is The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. I love this game because it's so silly, mysterious, and charming. It's a game I grew up with, essentially, and I remember when Link's Awakening DX came out in particular. I could not wait to buy it, and I finally did, and all of the jokes and humor but also the depth of the story about nightmares is this a dream is this is any of this even real this world that links link is exploring it was all extremely fascinating to me and it's a game that i play very regularly since then and as of recording we've just learned of an upcoming remake so i'm looking forward to that as well 
My favorite character is probably Vladimir from Animal Crossing. And Vladimir, for those of you who don't know, is this pink bear who, in the original Animal Crossing, was one of the mean characters who would yell at you. And he, he was so silly to me because he's this pink bear. He wore a tiger shirt, which, which I don't know what it was about all of this, but Vladimir just somehow instantly became a favorite character of mine to the point that I actually wrote a letter about Vladimir to Nintendo Power and Nintendo Power was gracious enough to actually publish that letter in one of its issues so that eternalized Vladimir is my favorite character. My favorite or best video game achievement to date is well I'm not really that great of a gamer to be honest in terms of skill but something I did that I don't think a lot of people tend to do is I beat Grand Theft Auto 3, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, and Grand Theft Auto San Andreas all in quick succession after the other in a month or less and what that means is I went through the entire story, tried to discover as many secrets as I could I didn't necessarily get all the collectibles, but I experienced generally the full breadth of the game. So I was able to complete that trilogy, that famous PlayStation 2 trilogy, in a month. And I did that last year, so so far I think that's probably what I'm most proud of. So Alec, tell us more about yourself. So my name is Alexander Haynes, and if you haven't figured this out, Sarah and I are brother and sister, so we both kind of grew up with the GameCube playing a lot of Mario Kart Double Dash, Super Mario Sunshine. However, my first gaming experience was actually with Super Mario World, and since then I still have not gained any skill at platformers. So my favorite game is the typical answer, Ocarina of Time Legend of Zelda. The interesting answer that I'm going to give, because it's a close like number 1.5 on my list, is Final Fantasy IX. I really enjoy RPGs, even though I play about one or two a year because I'm really slow at with them and I like to explore everything. Final Fantasy IX is one of the games that combines music, characters, the combat system, and it's an ode to the classical Final Fantasies that we all love or tolerate at this point. My favorite character is probably Vivi from Final Fantasy IX. I actually like the Black Mage unit in any RPG mainly because you can make them overpowered and be the tank of your class, but Vivi also has an extremely well-written story as he tries to find out who he is and not to spoil a 20-year-old game, but kind of comes to the realization of fatalism. But at the same time, he's a loving character that treats everybody the same and is innocently just a fun character to enjoy throughout the game. My greatest video game achievement? Since I'm not the best platformer and I barely just beat Super Mario Bros. 3 after 15 years, every single comeback that I've won in Mario Party 4. I love the Mario Party games, I love Mario Party 4, and I somehow find a way to come back and win. Since we all like party games though, how about we jump right into a game of our own? Sam, take us away. Hey, so one of the things we wanted to do on the podcast was not just be four guys giving their opinions on what the news was this week, but to find different ways of celebrating the games we love. And one of the things we wanted to do was to make our own games about the games that we love. So this 
game is called Vacation Vexation. This is a game where we're going to take it in turns describing a location from a video game, but we're going to describe it as if it was in a travel guide or something. So not something, not using game terms, not saying it's the third level, not saying what game it's from, not saying the names of any species that live there or anything like that. We're going to describe this like as a real place that we're inviting people to come visit and then we're going to guess the location. We're going to take it in turns guessing the location and then the winner will be the one who gives the most obscure location that the others can still guess correctly. So who would like to go first? Um, I've got a place kind of off the top of or that I've thought of, so I can go ahead and just take this away. Take it away, Sarah. All right. So this place probably wouldn't belong on any normal human's travel guide. However, there may be a few creatures that would like to hang out at this place. So this place is a pretty big fortress. It's not the friendliest of places, and it is inhabited by its residents, and the head of the residents is a wizard. This wizard is not very nice, and he has actually kidnapped children. However, this wizard is not the actual ruler of the fortress. The fortress's ruler is actually a baby who will become a very well-known and ruthless ruler in the time to come. Uh, okay, I think I got it. All right, you want to give it a is go? Is this um, Bowser's Castle from Yoshi's Island? That it is. Hey. Well done. How about you, Mike? Well, the place I'm thinking of is a very compelling town. Uh, it's a town unlike any of the other towns that have ever existed within this game's world or series wor worlds. It's a very interesting town that's broken up at least into four or five major sections. You can go into the depths of its basements and sewers, or you can go high above to a tower that is in the midst of this interesting town. It's full of people and stories and characters that are threatening and other characters that are friendly. It's a town you don't spend very much time in in the end, maybe only up to a couple days or so before the town gets fully destroyed. So you better make the most of your time while you're seeing the sights and sounds of this very interesting locale. There's a lovely garden that you can visit with flowers that you can go and actually relax in. There's balloons all around this town and even a nice fountain that proves to be a very fun tourist attraction to anyone wanting to go and see the sights. I don't know if that gives you guys some idea, but there's also- I do. Ooh, okay. Oh. I believe I I know what this place is. Can I ask one more question? Sure, please do. Is there a festival to be held in this town? Yes, there is. It's one of the premier events, in fact. 
All right. So is it Clock Town? It is. And I know I sort of cheated there because I'm pretty sure that's your favorite game. So <laughs> a little bit. I caught on. I caught on pretty early, but I was like, all right, I need to make sure this is right. Excellent. Well, at least it's it wasn't too hard to get. Alec, do you want to go next? Yeah, well, since I was going to guess Mordor for yours, Sarah, and, well, Michael, I don't know if I would want to visit Clock Town. I'm going to go with a little bit of a happier place, maybe. We'll see. So this is a place, it's an island, and you're going to spend a lot of time surfing here with your new friends. It's actually a requirement to travel around, so I hope you like making friends. However, there's also a really unique desert region. Now, we don't know if that desert region was created by a lot of volcanoes. It may have been or it may just be there because this island has everything. There is even a city on a volcano. To get to the south side of this island, you're going to need a special ticket that you can only get through one event. There's a city upon a tree as well, and there's also a lot of other quaint little towns all over the place. It's uh, it's where you can go to relax, to maybe challenge yourself, or also to visit the graveyard of the past, uh, of past friends that have lived here. Oh, oh, that's bringing something, but I can't think what. Uh, not in the volcano on top. It's a, there's a city on top of ah. a extinct volcano. I should clarify. So they're not in any imminent doom. This isn't Mordor. <laughs> Understood. Um, are these are these human residents? There are human residents, but they rely on another type of resident to thrive. Okay. And is this a a friendly world, or is it prone to to war or danger? They're fr- They're friendly residents. Hmm. It's a friendly place, relatively. And I want to emphasize that you can go here to just relax and make new friends. But after a while, you're probably gonna want to go challenge the top competitors on this island. What would you challenge them to? So you and the new friends that you make are going to challenge each other to just a little classic battle royale. Uh. Maybe I shouldn't use the term battle royale <laughs> because that, that has different connotations now. No, that strikes um, me out. Okay, don't don't think of a, a battle, not a battle royale as in Fortnite or PUBG or Tetris. So I'm thinking it's one of the islands in Pokemon Sun and Moon's Alolan region, but I cannot remember the name of the individual islands, so I'm not certain. But let's see. I was thinking Akala Island. Not sure if I'm anywhere near, but everything you've described actually matches up somewhat well with that. You're in the right... You're in the right game. You're in the right universe, but it is not to help you out. It is not in the Alola region. Okay. Wait, it is Pokemon. It was is. That? Oh. Oh, this is um, this is Kanto, isn't it? Because Cinnabar Islands is a. Um... No, it's not on an extinct volcano because that erupts. No, it's not Kanto. And again, to remind you, there's a southern part of the island, but you can't just get there by, by trap by surfing. You have to get a special ticket to the south part part of the island. This is your forte, isn't it, Mike? Yes, supposedly it is, and yet here we are anyway, so... <laughs> well, it's not it's not Kanto, because that volcano isn't extinct. It goes... It, it erupts between 
the first two generations. It's not Johto because there's no South Southern Islands I can think of. It's not Sun and Moon. So it's is it Owen Sinnoh or Unova? Yeah, that's. I was thinking Owen at this point, but you know, this is where I'm so bad at names, so I can't save. Oh wait, Sutopolis City, by chance? For the yeah, you can just say the region, and you just said it. So Hoenn. It is Hoenn. It is the Hoenn region. Oh, dang it! Oh, because they've right. got those springs where the volcano was, right? Wait, what's the ticket for? It see it. It may not have been as popular of a feature as I thought it was in the Hoenn region, but there is a island on the south. The big thing about the game was it was the first one that you had to do a lot of surfing to get around. But there's a southern island that you had to go to a special event to get a ticket. I thought it was going to be a more popular feature of the game in the description, but maybe it wasn't. No, it's so. good. When you mean an event, no, you meant like I, an yeah. actual real world event, don't you? To get the... Um... Or... I don't... I don't know. <laughs> no, that was good. We sh- I sh- we shouldn't struggle with that with that so much. When you said about humans and other animals working together, that's yeah. that should have been I a giveaway. Okay, I have one more location for you guys. So this is a city on a hill. Um, this is a very very advanced city relative to relative to the other settlements around around the land um, this is m- far more advanced than anything you'll find nearby it's on top of I think it's on top of a mountain or at least a very large hill um, it's where an army it's where an army is based and their um, their ruler is the, the founder of this city and the founder of this army um eventually even the peaceful people are relocated here and the city is also kind of a shrine but not necessarily to the ruler but to his past and to maybe the people involved in his past um there's many places to go there so there's a there's a theatre, there's um, there's a restaurant, an arcade. It's like an amusement park. And centre um, of this is a is a humongous tower, at least a hundred floors. And on the hundredth floor is a museum dedicated to uh, the the king's past and the people who were most important in his life. Um. Inside the museum, you can find telephones. You can find the Loch Ness monster. What? <laughs> 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 I, feel I feel like, like this... I know what this is. <laughs> you can find I feel is like this new... a tour bus. Okay. This has to can be I take... Pokemon, but... I can I take know. a stab <laughs> at yeah. this? Yeah. 
Is this New Pork this City? This is New Pork City. <laughs> awesome. From Mother nice 3. Job. This is um, Porky's... This is the, the city that Porky has built. And it's also got a, a ton of references to Earthbound in it. You really lost me with the telephone and the Loch Ness Monster part. <laughs> Excellent. I think I think Sarah wins that. She guessed most correctly, included the most obscure one. Yeah, she she did good at that. So I, w- I was thinking like Pokemon for years, and then I was thinking of Final Fantasy. Say I don't. I was totally. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope you join us in early March for the full-blown first episode one. If you like what you heard, make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast hosting service, including iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. You can follow us on Twitter at VG Showtime and visit our website, videogameshowtime.com, for more video game commentary in the coming weeks. You can follow me at ACL Haynes on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter as well at Haynes Sarah, that is H A Y N E S. You can add me on Xbox Live at my gamer friend's friend zone tag is Ketchup the Duck. And you can reach me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is Michael R. Swenson. Thank you, Hinchy, for the music throughout the podcast. You can find them at Hinchy.us. Thank you very much for listening, and we hope you join us next time.